Welcome to the Seasonal Living Mamas podcast. I'm super excited to have our first guest on to the show. Uh, her name is Sarah Martin, and we are going to talk all about mama and postpartum care and uh, her business, Forever and Always Mamas. So I'm super excited to chat with you today, Sarah, because I think that your product is so amazing and so needed in the postpartum space. But first, I want to kind of get to know you a little bit before we dive into your um, product but I want to know what is your best motherhood story so far? I absolutely love that question because I don't think a lot of moms actually sit and think about that. They just are in the constant of everyday totally. life and just running. So mine is actually a fairly frequent one. It was actually this past Sunday. Um, and I'm a mom of two girls, two a toddler and preschooler. And we decided to sit down, have family movie night. And my girls, my older one, who's four, got all cuddled up in her bed to watch the movie and invited her younger sister, who's two, to come lay with her. And they just were cuddled and snuggled together on their own, totally un, like, I didn't have anything to do with it. Like, it was on their own. And just to see them sitting there and loving with each other on their own, totally like not with me, anything. It, it just, it made me so happy to see that and that they truly love each other and wanted to spend that quality time together. It just, it would, it made me happy. It, I loved it. Oh, that's so cute. I love it. Oh, yeah. um, well kind of diving now a little bit more into like the work that uh, work realm of things. So maybe share a little bit about what you were doing before you kind of started your, your business. And then, um, I want to know how you kind of got interested in wanting to work with women during the postpartum time period of their lives. Yes. So I'm going to be completely bluntly honest, cause that's just who I am and that's what I'm doing for my business. <laughs> um, but I came from a corporate management background of many years. And after having my first baby, I left that to actually go work for a nonprofit uh, pregnancy center. So I got to hear um, a lot of the women's stories and get to know them and hear about um, the lack of care that they were getting, not only during their pregnancy, but especially afterwards, because they were under the poverty level. So they're, you know, they were struggling. Um, so knowing that, um, I, and to be again, blunt is I got fired from that job, which kind of broke me. Cause I was like, okay, this is where I'm meant to be. I'm helping moms. That's my passion. Well, it turned out to be a blessing in disguise mm -hmm. because I have that passion for moms and wanting to support them and helping them in any way that I can around their pregnancy with their babies after I'm like, if I'm ever going to do this and helping moms, this is the time I was able to start my business and putting that care for mom's postpartum recovery. I've been there twice and knowing the lack of care for moms. And I'm like, we need to make that, that culture change, that shift and make mom a priority again, because if she is her, best, she's getting that recovery and that care that she needs. She's going to be her best so she can take care of her sweet little baby in the best possible way that she can. 
Totally. So I'm like, yeah, it, it really wound up being a blessing in disguise because if I was working a full-time job and coming home to being a mom, you know, it, it just wouldn't have been the same. Mm-hmm. So I, I, yeah, it, it's, a, I, I believe everything it happens for a reason. Oh yeah. So, oh, yeah. well, I want to know since, you know, you're kind of with that postpartum period, I think that I know for me, when I was in that like early postpartum stage, like some of this might not necessarily be for the mom. Cause I think when we get in that early, early stage, cause I want to talk about self-care next. And I yeah. think that even that whole first year, if you're not sleeping, like self-care, just seems like such a luxury and, yeah. um, you know, like it, it's like it, whatever stage you're at. So if you're a new mama, like just kind of take that with a grain of salt and with the lens of how can maybe you incorporate some of the stuff that we're going to talk about, um, in a way that's practical for you. Cause I think that sometimes again, with like social media and Instagram, like we think that we should be doing all of these things. Cause that's what they yes. said. And I know I felt that way. And you know, I forget to just put a lens to things and say, Holy moly, I'm in a different stage of life right now. It won't yeah. always be like this. Um, but I think just sharing that and just making sure people understand that like you are in just a stage of life and it will become easier. So when we share some of these, um, maybe self care tips and some other things, um, you know, like just wear your own lens and, um, decide for you what might work best. So I want to kind of know, first of all, what self-care means to you and what does it look like in your personal life? Yes. And that is a great question because again, self-care and the season that you're in looks different from one mom to the next. No Mm. two moms are going through the exact same thing. Yes. You may be in the same season, but it still looks different for every mom. Uh, yeah. And support and if baby's sleeping and, you know, yes. breastfeeding, how's that going? If you're doing it. And I mean, just so many different factors, other kiddos around all of that stuff. Yeah, exactly. So for me, self-care means taking just a little bit of time out of each day to put myself first, because as a mom, that's not our that's not our normal nature. We put ourselves last. And then even then we still don't do anything for ourselves. So self-care is putting just a little glimmer of yourself first in whatever way that looks for you. Um, And that's, you know, finding something that makes you happy to rejuvenate yourself. And like, for me, like, having my cup of coffee first thing so I can wake up like mm-hmm. and handle my two girls. <laughs> like, <laughs> I need my coffee in the morning. And for me, that's self-care or, you know, sitting down for family dinners. Like I, for me, that's self-care. I look forward to it every day. We get unplugged. We put our phones away and I sit down with my girls because my husband works late. So it's just my girls and I, but I ask them how their day goes, you know, what their favorite part of the day was, something that they've learned and just getting that communication. So for me, that's self-care. And I think making self-care important to whether you're a new mom or a seasoned mom or a grandma, like whatever season you're in, doing some sort of self-care is so beneficial, not only for your physical self, but also for your mental state as well. Mm, I love that. And I love the dinner and talking to your girls about, you know, their day and, you know, your girls are four and two and my son's almost four. And that's something that I practice with him because my husband also works late. So it's usually just me and my son. And I 
I think that's so important to show people like, wow, they're starting pretty young, you know, like at such a young age, we're having those conversations. Like we do a rose, a thorn and what you're grateful for. So he says what his highlight of his day basically was something he would maybe want to improve on. And then what he's grateful for. Um, and that's, that's important to do. I mean, even at a young age, they kind of can start to understand it. Now, does he actually understand what's I don't always know if he quite understands the full concept because some of the answers he gives, I'm like, I don't know. Okay. That was interesting. Or I'm like, that didn't happen today. So sometimes he gives a spot on answer. Other days you're like, okay, all right. (laughs) So, but he understands like, okay, mama wants to talk to me at dinner. You know, this is the time to converse and hang out with the family. So I think that's a great, um, you know, little key to have, you know, if it can't be at dinner, it can be at lunch. Cause usually we're home all at the lunchtime. So like the lunchtime, we can do a little family dinner only it's yeah. just flipped. So whatever but that, or like bedtime, like just find that time during the yeah. day that works for you and your family and make it a priority. Yes. So now thinking about like early postpartum moms and the new mamas, what might some self-care look like there? Cause I think that you're, um, you know, your products really help with that. And I, again, like, as you said, it's just what little things can I do for myself? Um, rather than thinking we need to take a hour long bubble bath and read and have this luxury of face mask and go get a massage. And, you know, that can be self-care, but it's not necessarily always self-care. Yes. And you probably don't always have that availability to do that. Um, but I mean, for a new mom, self-care could be you know, asking for help for something, you know, talking to your mom and say, Hey, can you come watch the baby for a couple hours so I can take a quick nap or I can, you know, get some hot meal (laughs) and some water, you know, it's being creative, especially as a new mom in finding those ways to give yourself self-care and with a new mom too a lot of times they don't know necessarily what they need so have reaching out to someone and say hey can you help me with this can you help me with that you know doing the laundry the dishes whatever like that can be self-care because it's taking that task and that burden off of them so they have time too, you know, if they wanted to take a quick shower, you know, doing a meal or have time to quick nap or, you know, do a reading, whatever they want to do that brings them joy um, or to even just rejuvenate themselves, you know, reach out for that help or that assistance. And, you know, sometimes that isn't a possibility too of reaching out for help. So, you know, like if you are really wanting a shower, it's been a week because let's face it, that happens. We don't always get to shower every day. Make sure baby's in a safe place. Like put him, put baby in a bouncer, bring the bouncer in with you in the bathroom and take a shower. Sing to your baby while you're in the shower. Talk to them. So it's about getting creative but there are ways that you can do that self-care. 
Mm, I like that. Yeah. And the creativity part, like I know I, for me, I'm pretty sure I did baths with my son and I put him in his little um, puppy chair and I would have it sitting next to me and I would take my bath. Cause I personally, I do love baths. I like to take like yes. at least a weekly bath. And so, um, you know, having that time for me and that's the time I can relax and that obviously it's might not be as relaxing, you know, as a new mama with a baby there, um, you know, well, nor is it necessarily relaxing if I try to take one now with a four-year-old running around, (laughs) Yeah, don't try to come in the bathroom. So I'm not sure if it ever gets more relaxing. Maybe when they're teenagers and they're like, I don't want to go in there. (laughs) Right. But, um, you know, it's just kind of that thought of just like, how can I think outside the box? You know, that's what I tell people too, when they're trying to get in movement. And thinking, well, especially the early postpartum, definitely um, just doing what you can to rest and rejuvenate. And then as far as the movement, like I used to put my son, um, when I was, when I got the clearance to start exercising again, I just had bands that I would have um, because I, well, he he's my only child, but so I didn't have to worry about other kids grabbing him, but I'd have him hanging around. Um, and if he was like, just chill for a little bit, I'd throw my band around something and do a few exercises. And that's just how I built it into my day. And I didn't necessarily think it had to look like 20 minutes in a row. And I think the more creative we can be with things like that, that might, for me, that was self-care, like moving my body was self-care. Um, Mm -hmm. the more we can think outside the box, the more we're like, Oh, okay. Like a morning routine might not be right for me right now. Cause I'm not sleeping, then how can we build in a little bit of that time? Maybe you like to journal or write, you know, maybe you just keep your journal beside you so you can grab it, you know, when you have some, you know, peace and calm for a few minutes and just write. So I love that. And I love those tips about, you know, keeping it, keeping it creative. So another question I have for you is, this is also, this is often one that I hear from people, um, the well-meaning advice that we get, um, especially in that, like, you know, new postpartum time that maybe wasn't the best advice or like, you're like, gosh, everyone's telling me to nap when the baby's napping. Uh, (laughs) Is it possible? I mean, I'm sure it is. And I'm sure people do. But for me, like that advice was not great. Cause then I felt bad when I didn't nap, when they're like, you were supposed to nap when your baby was, I'm like, I know, but I had to do, I actually had work on my business, you know, cause running your own business like that, that required me to, you know, upkeep certain things within it. And so like, I was like, that's my one little time where I felt again, the self care. And so I didn't necessarily heed that advice. Was it the best? Probably not. But at the time it's, it is what it is. So what advice that you maybe heard that wasn't as helpful as it maybe could have been, or was intending to be? Yes. And I love that you asked that and that you just were talking about the sleep portion because that's actually what I was going to say. Really? <laughs> yes. Which is funny because I fully support sleeping when baby sleeps. And that is so easy to do for yeah. your first baby. Like oh, if yeah. you have that availability, yeah. like my first one, heck yeah, I slept when baby slept. But with my second one, I didn't get that availability because yeah. I have another child to care yeah. for. Yes. So I didn't get that rest when baby rested. Like my older one quit taking naps, so I can't just let her run around the house while I'm like, oh, sorry, mom needs a nap. It just, you can't do that. Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't even think of that too. So obviously over here at one child, I was like, yeah, that would make sense. Cause how, how would you do that? My son does not nap either. And he'd be all over the place if there was another one. So yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. You'd like the kitchen be terrorized. There's flour oh, and pots and pans oh, and like. Gosh. 
marker all over the wall. <laughs> yes, markers all over everywhere. <laughs> oh, well, I would love to know, um, you know, how do you make that time? Because we talked about building time into our day. How are you creative with your time in making little pockets for yourself in your day? Yes, and you know, as a busy mom and a mompreneur, that can be a daily struggle. Um, but it is something that I am consistently working on and I'm setting those boundaries. So, you know, I make sure I, my girls go to daycare. So I set that, you know, from when they're at daycare to when I pick them up, I've got my work time. But if I need to take some self care during that time, I will make little blocks Mm -hmm. in my day. So like if I'm super tired, I will take a pause. I will take a quick, 10, 15, 20 minute nap. So I know that I can rest my body. I can clear my head and then I will be better focused and I will be better for it. Um, grabbing an extra cup of coffee because I, you know, I love my coffee. I just do. So really I love it. I do too. Yes. Um, and a big one, and this is probably gonna be really funny, but it, I love it is that my girls love to take a shower with me. So I will wait until they are at school and I will come home and I will take the longest, hottest shower that I can by myself. So I make that a priority (laughs) because totally makes sense. Yes. I like taking showers with them. That's fine. They enjoy it. We have fun. But I like my alone time too and my yeah. my hot shower because they can't handle a hot shower. Yes, so. yes. I know that's why when I have my bath, I'll hide. He's like, can I come in? And then he'll touch the water. No, no. I was like, yeah, no, it's too hot for you. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's a great tip. And just kind of building it in there when you have time and not feeling bad about taking time, you know, while kids are in daycare and you're like, maybe I do, you know, need to work on some things, but you really feel drained. Like, not being afraid to be like, okay, you know what? I just need a little 10 minute pick me up. What can I do for these 10 minutes and not feeling guilty about it. So I like that. Yes, absolutely. Like the not feeling guilty. Like that does take some time, but the more that you do it and you make yourself a priority, the better off you're going to be. And your family's going to see the benefits of it. And overall, your whole family is going to be so much happier in the long run. And I think watching people like in the online space, you know, I follow other moms who are doing that and modeling that. And I think that's so helpful. So like, you know, I try to share how I might do it in my day or share like for me right now, like my husband's home and my son is both, I mean, he's not in daycare, so he's home right now too. And how we flip flop our schedules. And so like, he's at home in the mornings and then we flip flop and then I'm on mom duty, basically afternoon evenings. And Mm -hmm. so like, that's how it works for us. But I think the more that we can share these ways that Oh, cause some people might be like, how in the world do they do it all? Like, you're like, Oh, yeah. you know, we have these systems built in or these boundaries. And this is how, you know, I do have time for an hour nature walk if I need to by myself, you know, and that's, that's kind of how I, um, you know, want to be transparent and give people options. Yeah. Cause I think the more that we see different options out there we're like, Oh, not everyone is doing it the same way. Right. It gets your brain thinking and again, thinking out of the box and getting those creative ideas saying, Oh, Hey, maybe this or that, or I love that idea. So yes. yeah. And every kid is different. And so like every kid is yes. going to need different things. And like, you're like, Oh, that's how they're, my kid kind of seems similar to that. They might enjoy X, Y, Z in their schedule. You know, just all of that yeah. I think is so 
that's, what's nice. I think about social media. I mean, there's many things downfalls as well, but I think the nice thing is you're like, Oh, I get some new creative ideas on how to do things. Absolutely. That's great. So in kind of wrapping up, I do want to talk about your, um, mama's postpartum hospital bag and the box. Um, so you can kind of tell people maybe what's in them. Um, and then like, when is a good time to get these boxes? If you want to gift them to someone where they can find them. Yes. Well, I love that. Um, so again, out of my own postpartum experiences, I have created forever and always, which I've created mama's postpartum gift box, which is full of all the essentials mom's going to need for her postpartum recovery. Like I, and I make everything. So I make stuff for patsicles, which if you don't know what that is, hit me up. I would love to share them because it is the ultimate trifecta. It's a three in one fabulous gift. Wow. I don't know if I know this. (laughs) They're amazing. It's literally, it's, it's, an ice pack for your lady bits. Like, Oh, oh yes. okay. Yes. yes. That well, makes make total sense. Yes. Because you're already bleeding. You're going to need a pad. And yeah. then there's liquid that you pour on the pad for the healing aspect. You put it in the freezer and when you're ready to use it, pull it out and you've got your ice pack. So wow. it's awesome. So I guess cool. you can still hit me up, but I just talked about <laughs> it. So <laughs> oh. yes, I do the patsicles. I make a sits bath for healing in the tub for, again, working and healing your body and especially your hoo-ha. <laughs> hey, you just pushed out baby. Yeah. <laughs> it needs You've got time. things going on. <laughs> <laughs> I have an ointment that I make for mastitis. Uh, it's called Ease the Girls. So if you can tell from that, it's for your your boobies. Yeah. Uh, Cause you, you know, if you've ever had mastitis, you know, it's I had no it fun, yep. very excruciating. Mm-hmm. So it helps alleviate that, but it also doubles. We're finding out from other happy moms that it doubles as a nipple cream. Oh, so, well, yeah. and you can probably use it as, so I talked about gosh, probably a couple months ago about, um, breast massage. And so I yeah. ordered like a balm that I just use and do well, do I should do them weekly? I don't maybe like monthly to bi-monthly right now, but I need to get on that. But I do breast <laughs> massages and yeah. um, I'm sure you could do that. Like, so at postpartum you're like, oh, I still have some left. There you go. Yes, absolutely. And that's the nice thing about a lot of our products is they're multifunctional. So we intended them for one thing, but we're finding out from other moms that they're using them for other uses as well, which I absolutely love. And I love hearing that moms are getting so creative with the products. I love it. Yes. Um, So that's the postpartum box. And then we've got the hospital bag, which is a travel size of the box. And any mom that's pregnant is packing a hospital bag for delivery day. So the hospital bag actually gets mom's postpartum hospital bag, she gets to pack right in her hospital bag and and she can start her recovery right at, you know, the hospital or her birth center, wherever she's giving birth. So she can start her postpartum recovery right away on the good foot. Mm, I love that. it It really does make for a fabulous gift, especially from a seasoned mama to a new mom, because new moms 
don't know what's going to be going on with all their bodies or like with their bodies and like with the bleeding or the change in hormones and lack of sleep. So from one mom to another saying, Hey, this is a great gift. It's practical and you're going to need this. It, it's great. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I had no idea. I, my best friend, cause she had a, um, her son, I think a year before I had mine, she made me like a postpartum care, like package box. And like, she had all this stuff in it. And I'm like, wait, I need depends. I'm like, <laughs> I had like no idea. And so I think so many first time moms are like, wait, what, why would I need that? Like, it doesn't even cross your mind that you might be bleeding still after you leave the hospital. Like all yeah. of these things that you're like, Oh, nobody really told me that. So she had like put together this. And I think it's so, I mean, it's so important and it's so needed because often, especially as a first time mama, you don't necessarily know what you're getting in for. And you're like, no, oh, I really do need this sits bath. Like I do not feel great down there or, Oh yes. You know, throw that in the freezer. Let me use that as an ice pack. All of those little <laughs> secrets the moms never tell you. <laughs> right. And, and that's a big reason why I started it is there seems to be this kind of like hush, hush. No one talks about the realities of postpartum and what to expect after you go home. Yeah. Well, that's where we get to come in. <laughs> I'm an open book. <laughs> I've had two babies. Like you ask me anything. It's not going to make me blush or <laughs> get embarrassed. Like you ask me, I will tell you in my fun, quirky, <laughs> little sense of humor way. I love it. So if people want to buy one of those, where can they connect with you at? Yes, uh, you can check us out on our website at Forever and Always Mamas, and that's M-A-M-A-S dot com. So Forever and Always Mamas dot com. And we are on Facebook and Instagram at Forever and Always Mamas felt the same. Perfect. I'll make sure I share that all in the show notes. So I just have one final question for you. I always like to end the um, interviews with throwing out a little weekly challenge to all the listeners. So what would you like the weekly challenge to be this week? I love that you throw out a challenge to your listeners. That's I thought about changing it when I changed the name of the podcast, but I was like, no, I really like the weekly challenge. Yes. I think it's great. Um, I would love to challenge everybody to reach out to and expecting a new mom, a seasoned mom, any season that they're in, reach out to that mom and ask her how you can support her. Don't ask her how you're doing because she may not know the answer to that question, but support is a whole different, um, uh, what's the word? It's a whole different way of providing help. Yeah. So it could be, you know, She's needing help with the laundry. Like it, she's got a week's worth of laundry piling up or she could use a best friend to talk to, you know, going out for a cup of coffee. You know, it doesn't matter what it is, but ask her how you can support her because that's what we're building is that support, that community of support and changing the shift in mom and how we take care of her. Mm, I love that. And I think even telling people, cause I know for me, like asking for support, not my strong suit, but what you can do even for like people like myself, if you know that they're going to say, Oh, I don't know, maybe you come with a list even. So like all the things that you just yeah. listed say, how can I support you? And if they don't know, like say, Hey, how about laundry? How about watching your child for an hour? How about you go take a shower? Um, you go take yeah. a nap. 
Um, maybe you just want to leave the house and do want to just chat with someone, like whatever you need, like give them ideas. Cause I think that helps too. And then yeah. whatever they say, like as the friend, like honoring that. So maybe you were like, I hope, I hope they wouldn't say do the dishes. And that's what they said, <laughs> but yeah. like honor that and say, great, I'm going to come over and do that. Like no questions asked, you know, just to show them, Hey, I'm here for you. Cause I think that goes so far and, you know, in their lives and in their friendship yes. too. Absolutely. It really does. And like I said, it's all about building that community and those meaningful relationships. Yes. Yes. Oh, well, thank you so much, Sarah. Um, I can't wait thank for you. everyone to check out your work and check out our website and see what the boxes and um, the hospital bag look like kind of up close. Cause I definitely will be getting those for all of my clients who are going to be, I actually have one coming up really shortly. So I got to order mine from so you. Um, so I will definitely be doing that for my clients. I think it's, it's such a wonderful gift idea and baby shower idea, no matter how many kiddos they've had. Cause you, you have to buy yes. these things every time with a new kiddo anyway. So perfect. <laughs> exactly. It's perfect. Yeah. Oh. So thank you so it. much, Sarah and thank everyone. You. I would say everyone go out there and spread your peaceful power. That is not how I end my seasonal living mama's podcast guys. I am going to say with grace and gratitude.